Welcome back. We've taken a bit of a break, but we are finally back and so excited to be here. If you aren't already following Naked, please take a minute to do so so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Each follow means so much and it actually helps a lot. If you have more than just a minute, it would be absolutely incredible if you could leave a review and maybe even share an episode with a friend. I'm relatively new to the pod world, especially new to the things that are important in the podcasting world. And apparently reviews and follows are up there on the list of importance. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Welcome to Naked, where stories unfold. I'm your host, Janelle, a once former pastor's wife who exchanged small town living for a nomadic life. The unexpected change in our life led my husband and our four kids to traveling the world. From years of being rooted in our small town to the thrill of wandering the world, our story has been anything but ordinary. On our journeys, we met amazing people, learned their way of life, and heard their unique stories, which has led me to understand the profound impact of shared experiences. In each episode, we explore moments of transformation, guided by one single question. Is there a time in your life when everything changed? We invite ordinary storytellers like yourself to share the often unexpected turns in life. So grab a seat and settle in. This is The Naked Podcast. So I wanted to start off season two with someone really special in my life. And I feel like there's no one better than my 93-year-old grandma, who actually inspired me to start naked. As a child, I saw my grandma mostly during holidays because we lived 14 hours away and it was such a trek to get there. When we were there, though, she was always bustily working in the kitchen. A bit of a country girl who had a garden, made her own butter, canned her own fruits and veggies, and also was super, super crafty. Actually, one of my favorite gifts she ever gave me was a hand-drawn coloring book. I got it at seven and I still have it today. She might also be one of the most resourceful people I know. She has turned fluffy blankets into little tiny sets of sheep characters and also used grape stems to make cherry blossom trees, all of which are displayed in her house. My absolute favorite, though, is the day she decided to hot glue one of her crafts to the wall because my grandpa told her not to put any more holes in the wall. She definitely found her way around this. She is the most resourceful person, and that thing was not coming off the wall. She's also one of the most hilarious people I know and always up for a laugh. My most vivid childhood memory of her in all her silliness was the day she got dressed up in her fancy clothes. She put on some cute high heels and pink lipstick to play baseball. As she picked up the baseball bat, she just started to laugh. And that's when we knew the joke. Grandma took out her false teeth, dressed to the nines, no teeth. We all buckled over in complete hysteria. She has taught me to never take myself too seriously. Always leave room for silliness, even on my best dressed days. She has a saying, there's always something to smile about. So why not smile? I am beyond grateful to have her on Naked today. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's see what lipstick you have. You put it on? I did it already. Give me a little more. <laughs> oh, she uses her fingers. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worn your lipstick before. This is the first time. Yeah? Thank you. You're welcome. I, I just got that from me, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And, and then they buy me his perfume, you know. Let's see. It smells good. <laughs> okay. No, it's actually uh, for in the room. Oh, but okay. also for the body. Yeah. <laughs> for the body and for... Yeah, it smells good, right? It's very nice. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, <laughs> here we go. Okay. Time, show time. Okay. Okay, so I'm here with my grandma, 
who last year I came here and hung out with her and we talked about stories, lots of stories. She shared so many stories and I said, Grandma, people need to hear these stories because in your story, you give people courage and hope mm -hmm. and inspire them for their mm -hmm. own journeys. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was only fitting that we, you and I could talk today and I could ask you the same question as asking other people is what's the one thing in your life that happened when everything changed? Yeah, I think <clears throat> it was a time when Ed has his accident. Then everything changed. My dad had an accident. Yeah. Yeah. How old was he? Do you, do you remember? He was, I think he wasn't around seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. And did you have other kids as well? Mm-hmm. How many kids did you have at, at the time? Um, I think three. Three kids? And how, do you remember the ages? You had seven, my dad. And then you had... And there was Yvonne and Tim. They were little... Little, little kids, like five and three maybe? Something like that. Like that? Mm -hmm. And Ed was at school. He was the only one who went to school, right? Mm -hmm. And then he had an accident mm -hmm. one day. And what, what changed on that day? Well, it was... <clears throat> Grandpa was working and the sugar... Sugar Beach Factory in Winnipeg at that time. Okay. And then so he was sleeping at home in the daytime. Okay. And at night he would go to Winnipeg to work there. Okay. So now he was sleeping when, when this all happened. Okay. So then, then uh, I had to wake him up and then we phoned the, the, the neighbor. I mean, a, t a teacher, yeah, she was our neighbor, yeah. and her husband, and uh, and Miss, uh, her husband had the flu, he was sick, but he took us to Winnipeg, okay. first to St. Pierre, and that's where they x-rayed his head, okay. see what, ha what ha had happened, Yeah. and then from there, we had to go Winnipeg with him, to Children's Hospital. Okay. So when it happened, Grandma, you were at the house, Grandpa's sleeping, mm -hmm. and two of the kids are there with you, and you, you have a, I remember you telling me something, but you just kind of knew that something was wrong. You could kind of... I was outside. Yeah. I was feeding the cattle. Okay. On, on the, by the field there, and I could look where, like, very, uh, uh, like, Ed was coming home from school. Usually he came over the field. Okay. It was just a little ways to walk. But no, he, he wasn't coming and I thought, and I saw this truck going very fast. And he had asked me if he could go along with, the other kids went along with the truck. And I said, you better not, you shouldn't do that. Because that boy doesn't have license. Hmm. And, and I didn't want him to do that, but he did. Right. So then he fell off. Right at the corner, I could see it, mm. exactly what happened. And, but I didn't know who it was, but I saw his cap, he, what he always wore. Then okay. I knew it was him. Okay. So I got in my truck, in our truck, and I went there to the corner <clears throat> and uh, picked him up. And he, the one eye was looking away and the blood coming out of his nose. And he, he looked very weird. Yeah. No. He, he fell on the frozen ground 
spread a, a caterpillar had been going in was oh. hard bumps and hit his head on there. Was he able to talk to you or knew who you were? Or was he kind of like in shock and he, yeah, he was in probably in shock, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if he was to, if he knew what he what happened or anything. Right. But I took him into the truck and I brought him home. And I carried him in and he would bring up all blood mm-hmm. on the floor. And it was a very scary time. Like he was throwing up blood? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was bleeding in her. His head's bleeding, his nose is bleeding, and, and, and he's throwing up blood. Inside me. Yeah. Oh wow. And ble- bleeding inside. Then I told Grandpa to put that get up, and then he said, phone, phone his teacher. So I phoned there, and then her husband took us in, but he didn't feel very good. He had the flu. Oh, no. So we went to Isaac Dix. They lived down in Winnipeg. Yeah. And Uncle Ike took us to the hospital. Okay. The children's, yeah. And they took you to the hospital in Winnipeg? Mm-hmm. And then what did they say there? How was, how was my dad responding at that point? Was he... Still in and out, or how was... No, he was, he, like, sleeping. He was not... He was not responding at all? Not, not at all. Okay. So, they were outside waiting for him already. And oh, they, they knew had, you were coming? Yeah. Okay. So, and they had called the RCMP that they should let us go, like, our, our license number. To drive fast? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Emergency. And so then... Yeah, and they stood there outside with the, already with a with a bed and put them on there and they carried them in into the uh, uh, operation room and I went along and that man sat in the in the room in the waiting room. So I went along uh, with Ed into there and I took one of the scissors that were hanging on the wall and I cut open all his clothes. Wow. Took him off, and then the nurse said to the other nurse, "Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. He looks." <laughs> you just did it. You just did it all by your own. They didn't say yeah. anything. You yeah. just went and did just it quick. No, you just quickly quick. cut his clothes off. Yeah, yeah. So I took him off, and of course he was all all wet. Yeah. So then, then they said I I should go sit in. In the waiting room? Yeah. <laughs> because you were doing their job. <laughs> trying to. So then I did. I went there with Dad. And then we waited there for three hours. Wow. And they did surgery right away? Yeah. Oh, that was emergency. Oh, yeah. They, they called the, the room number all evening. And those three hours were just calling doctors to that one wow. operation room. You just saw people going in and out, yeah. in and out. Yeah. And then I didn't know how to do it, and at first, so how they would do it, I guess. So they then three hours were over. Then the, one of the doctors came with a note, and he showed us, and he was showing us what they had done to his okay. head. Okay. What they were doing there. So. And what's your mom heart saying? So you're sitting there with grandpa mm-hmm. and your little boys in, in surgery. And how is your mom heart feeling? <laughs> you know, like I think about other moms that maybe are, have sat in the same spot as you or maybe mm-hmm. are sitting in that spot. And sometimes we feel really alone. We feel like we're the only one that's feeling that way. And your son is, you're not sure if dad's, my dad's going to make it or not. You're at that space. Yeah, where not, yeah, you're yeah. Not. you weren't sure of, of what he'd be 
you know, not, not able, able to, to think anymore. We didn't know. Right. But, you know, you, you pray and you believe. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, and you sat there and you just... Did yeah. you have peace in that moment or did you feel... Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had peace, but and, uh, it, it was hard. Yeah, yeah. And you have two little ones too, still. Oh, you. Yeah. And so we, we phoned to our church that, that they should pray. Yeah. So we did that and then we just waited. And when did you get to see my dad at that? So he did the three hour surgery, you're waiting there. And then at what point do you get to see him and do they tell you? I think in the morning. In the morning? Like this was in the evening. Okay. I have it. Four o'clock. Um, and did the doctor come say, this is how the surgery went? This is yeah. what we're expecting? What did they say when they first yeah. came out? Well, he said that uh, uh, there was a blood clot. Like uh, your brain is in a, like in a bag, okay, kind of. Okay. And there was a bl big blood clot, and it was pushing the brain. Okay. And they they took it out. And he said that he had eighty percent chance to live. Wow. So it was good and not good. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, then in the morning, I think we went to see him. They had wrapped up his whole head in a white cloth. Okay. And uh, and then I think at dinner time, it was when we came to the bed and I asked him if he knew who we were. And he said, Peter Natty. Peter Natty, it's you. your first your first name. Yeah. Yeah. So then he was awake. Yeah, the first, the next day. Yeah, the ne the next day, like this happened in the evening, and then in the morning he he didn't uh, respond yet. Oh, okay. But I think at dinner time, then he said we were quite unhappy. Wow. So it started to clear up more. And what did the doctors say? Like, um, after he had the surgery, did they say they could kind of say that he was going to be well, like be able to function normally as he was before? Did they kind of give you any? They said just 80% um, that he would live. Okay, nothing about his not, not functions? Yet, no. Okay. And this was in the beginning of November. Okay. And after Christmas, we took him to the doctor in Winnipeg, a checkup, and then he sang for him. Wow. A Christmas song. I don't know if you remember this one. Maybe Silent Night. I don't yeah. remember. And how long was my dad in the hospital? Like, how long was his recovery? Because it was pretty well, serious. It was two, two or three weeks. Okay. And then he came home, but uh, they had taken off his cap. His bandages? And uh, they had just shown that they had cut it open on the side here. Yeah. Like a, like a, uh, like a horseshoe. Okay. Uh, design. Right. And they, opened it up and they gave him an operation and they just uh, tacked it on, back on the skin. Like put like a was, metal plate no, on there? No, not yet. Not yet, oh, okay. They uh, put the skin on and then he could come home Okay. after that. But uh, we had to be careful that he wouldn't fall. Oh, and Because yeah. if, like we had a chimney okay. in the middle of kind of in the house. Okay. And the kids were always playing around that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he, the doctor said if he would 
fall, he, he would be right away dead oh. if he would hit it here. Wow. Because there was no protection now. Because it was all exposed. Yes. So uh, they had to, once it was healed up, then, then they would open it up and then they would in, put in a plate. Oh, okay. uh -huh. that's so it. that's what they did. Wow. And then they said, no, we could use a hammer on this head. Because <laughs> it's so strong. Uh, so strong. <laughs> wow. And so did you have to, like, so you have this boy who, who had some injury with his brain mm -hmm. and, you know, what was the journey for teaching him the, the normal things, like walking and talking and feeding oh. himself, was that all new again to him? Like you were yeah, kind of. Yeah. What was that like? What 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 <laughs> things did you have to teach him? Well, to walk. You had to teach him. How I to walk. I had to watch him when he was walking, that he wouldn't fall. So was it for my dad? Was it he didn't he didn't he had to learn how to to move his leg again? How to was that all new for him again? I think so because yeah. it looked like. That, like he he was paralyzed on one side. Okay. So then uh, they showed me in the hospital how to exercise his foot and his legs. So I always did. Yeah. But it didn't seem to help very much. Oh, okay. So he was growing, but this was kind of lagging behind. Oh, okay. Kind of lagging behind. Yeah. The leg was lagging leg. behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he wasn't. You were trying. Did he have a lot of support? Like was it was. He doing physiotherapy with, or were you that person? You had yeah, to do all I had of to that. exercise every day and morning, and I don't know how often I had to do it in daytime. And milk the cows, and take care of the kids, yep. and all those things, and yep. to make sure he didn't fall. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and you know I'm strong. I, yeah, you are. I could still do it. <laughs> you are strong. So you did all of that with him and helped him, and how long until he was able to run and? I mean, he wasn't, I mean, I don't know if he was running, but until yeah. he was kind of on his own again. How yeah. long was that journey? I wish I knew. <laughs> a while, probably. I should have written down, but you know, it was such a busy time. Such a busy time. I, I, and, well, it, I, I don't know. You, you don't want to write down any, some of those things, you know. Yeah. You it's hard, right? Yeah. There's so much going on. I should have, but it happened hard, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was quite a journey though, hey? And then the oh, continual was. journey through his life. Yeah, you know, then uh, he got better, but then, then was Melvin. Then, then Melvin fell at school and he broke his hip. Oh my goodness. And so then, and then was Barry, uh, that was all in one. Wow. <laughs> Barry had a big bump here. Oh, no. He was a little boy, he was just running. He started to run. <laughs> A big cyst. Oh dear. So they, they had to operate on that. So, so dad was working in the right and, and I was going along to the hospital and, and try to learn how to uh, teach uh, and to walk. Right. Again. Yeah. So uh, at first it was, <laughs> uh, he, I think he, he didn't notice what he did, but it was funny. <laughs> What did he do? Well, he, he would say hi to the nurse, and when we walk around the corner, there she was again, and he would say hi again to her. Because <laughs> he didn't quite remember. His no, mind was still no. yep, healing. It was healing, yep. yeah. So, and then my brother Henry came from Calgary, Yeah. and and he took him on his lap, 
And he had he had brought him a book, a story book. Okay. Uh, was actually very nice and a chocolate bar and, mm. and I don't know if Ed remembers that, but I remember it. <clears throat> and then he, he he sang, he sang for Uncle Henry. Wow. He sang a, a song that he had learned in Sunday school, wow. uh, which was, um, or was it a Bible verse? Maybe it was both. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Yes, I've heard him yeah. telling that. Yeah. yeah, and I think he sang his song, Christmas song for him. Wow, because this happened just before Christmas. This happened in uh, November. Yeah. The ninth, I think. Okay. <clears throat> so anyways, I still remember that all the... It's been a long time, like yeah. 60 some years or so, hey? Well, I have a years. very good uh, remembering outfit somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, did you ever feel like lost in your journey in the sense of like, here you are trying to be a mom, you're trying to raise little kids and then help my dad almost learn how to function like again and then doing all the things. Is there times you just felt like a bit alone? No, no. You had people surrounding you? No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just uh, felt like living more. You just were strong and you just did it. Yeah, yeah. I could take it all. You could take it all? Yep. Yeah. You're some sort of hero. <laughs> <laughs> you have strength in you. You're a very strong yeah, woman. Yeah. You are. You somehow, it's been just a part of who you are, your existence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And still smiling and laughing through all of it. <laughs> oh yeah, without laughing, your life would be very bored. Yeah, you are somebody who definitely oozes joy. Yeah, you're just part of who you are. I don't. You're just joyful. Yeah, it's amazing. You know when I, I go to work here, yeah, or where they go to eat, I would yeah. say, and then and these people are then they all you know they I can feel all the respect me. Yeah. When I come in, because I, I always smile. I love people. Yeah. So when I come in, I I have a laugh, you know, and I smile. And then they say, "See, oh here she comes, all smiles again." <laughs> and this one lady said, uh, "Are you are you always happy?" I, I sure try to be. Uh, <laughs> wow. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, they're very bold. They, they ask me they big ask, questions. They do, hey? Uh-huh. I remember and I said, you know what, it's in here and it has to come out somehow. And it comes out here. <laughs> the joy exists yeah. deep within your soul. Joy of the Lord is yeah. my strength. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's beautiful. You are mm -hmm. such an inspiration not only to me, but to all the grandkids yeah. and all your kids. I, and I want to. <laughs> you are. You are. Yeah, that's good. It's, it's because I want to. You're choosing that. You're yeah. choosing to be yeah. joyful. Mm -hmm. You're choosing to find the beauty in life, mm -hmm. hey? You seem to be somebody who always looks for goodness. Even in the hard times, it seems as though, though you look for the goodness. Yeah. 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 There's always something to smile about, so that's... So why not smile? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it's contagious, that smile. <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's something you would tell a mom who is maybe going through a hard time and maybe has a child with an ailment or, you know, has, they're going through a difficulty. What would you tell a mom? 
you've been a mom, a young mom going through it, what would you say to them? Well, I would say just believe there's all things possible with God. Mm. Anything is possible. I can even, <laughs> I can even say it for myself. Yeah. You know, I've gone through very hard times yeah. with my health. Mm -hmm. And you know, here I am strong as can be. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing high heels at 90 and yeah. earrings. I'm just loving life. <laughs> I'm just loving life. Yeah, yeah. I do. You know, and then they ask me, well, uh, what did you do today? Uh, were you lonely? No, I said, I'm never lonely. No. No, I, I have TV. I have such good programs that I can watch. And at night, if I can't sleep, you know, there are nights yeah. that uh, you just uh, have no sleep. Yeah. So then I put on the TV and there's uh, uh, f uh, f uh, reflections. Mm. You know, that's always uh, pictures. Oh, yeah. Uh, scenery, very beautiful. Yeah. And with Bible verses. Right. So then I have kind of a Bible study at night. That's good. <laughs> and that strengthens me to the day. Yeah. You know, and I, I have a sweet fellowship with my Lord. Mm -hmm. And in the morning, I usually play for at least an hour. You play piano? Yeah. That's amazing. And, and you know, uh, <laughs> uh, all these old choir songs that I was that you in play? choir. I, I can it. play almost anything. Like, and the way I can, then, yeah. You know, I, I don't know notes, but but you can hear. You uh, play by ear to hear. Well, you know, sometimes I can't hear very well because <laughs> it, <laughs> it sort of goes together. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> you you play, you feel it though. You can you can feel uh, it. Well, I, I probably make mistakes when I can't hear. Yeah. Oh, we all make those so, mistakes. But, but that's right. I'm not stopping here. I'm getting up and go further. Just keep playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you keep yourself busy. That's one thing I think really inspiring about you is that even though you're here and Grandpa's gone and mm -hmm. you you spend time making crafts or you spend time mm -hmm. playing piano or you spend time, you know, feeling... You know, I enjoy everything I do. It's just fun. Yeah. I love what you said today. I feel like I'm turning into a child to kind of went back into that way where... You like this, you know? Yeah, all the thing. You know, and pe people are so good to me. God is so good to me. You're just happy. Yeah. Even and I ask him for a long life. I want to have a long life if I can be healthy. Yeah, you're, and you are. That's and I'm healthy. So, so he wants us to give us a long life. Yeah. As long as, till, till we're satisfied. Yeah, and you're having a great time still, so party's yeah. on. Yeah. You're still making people's day and smiling up the storm when you go down the hallway and racing people in wheelchairs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she's my neighbor lady. And you just raced her. You're like, I'll run, you go in your wheelchair. Well, you know, she didn't even notice it. Oh. <laughs> she was driving, and she didn't know I was coming behind her. And But she's my neighbor here. Yeah. So she started she speed up, you know. <laughs> So so did I. I spelled up. So you kept running and you you, were, uh -huh. you surprised yourself. So I kicked my heels <laughs> and, and these people there and, uh, and like we had to go to a waiting room. Okay. That's a big waiting room. Where people sit there usually and I was sitting somewhere. Waiting for <laughs> They were room. laughing. I heard them laughing <laughs> while I was kicking. And you're just right racing down the hallway at 90. Yeah. 
I was here at the door just as soon as she was. I never knew I could run. I mean, I haven't run for years. And you just ran. I ran. I don't know. I mean, nothing doing... hurt anything. Wow. <laughs> Who knows what you'll be doing next year? Maybe you're doing backflips or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Running this year? Yeah. Backflips next year? Who yeah. knows, Grandma? Yeah. Well, then they say to me, well, uh, may maybe, you know, maybe I, I, I will go sooner than I think. So that's okay too. I'm ready yeah. to live. I'm ready to die. You're happy. You're I'm happy. Yeah. And the Lord is mine and he is, and I'm his. Mm -hmm. And what more do I want? Right? <laughs> well, I love you. I'm grateful for all the conversations we get to have and the honest yeah. conversations. I love letting you share the yeah. stories. It makes me laugh sometimes and sometimes I feel like I'm not so alone because you've been through stories. Yeah. You've, you know. Well, this is good that uh, if it can help somebody yet, mm -hmm. you know. It does help someone. I think it helps mm -hmm. many of us, you know. Mm -hmm. Even just like the joy that you have. Even all the trials you've lived. You've lost babies. Yeah. You lost a son and a husband, you know, grandpa's gone. Yeah. And You've, you've no grief. You, you, know? you, you just don't stay there. Yeah. You get up and you go. You keep, keep moving yeah. on. Yeah, moving on, yeah. yeah. You keep finding joy in life, and that's mm -hmm. such an inspiration. It is, you know, I, I feel so young. You <laughs> like, uh, I feel like I could still uh, herd the cows. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I can run now. You can run. Maybe you can herd cows. <laughs> How old do you feel like your body? I was eight or nine, something like that. You feel? Huh? Right now, you feel in your body eight or nine? Uh, yeah, I could do that. What? Why not? Really? You feel that young? <laughs> yeah. I feel young. <laughs> I said to Melvin last time, you know what? I feel like I'm just starting all over again from young. Wow. <laughs> it's that amazing. Uh, you know. You know, I talk with, with the Lord uh, at night or in the day, any time. He's my partner. Yeah. My other partner hangs on the wall. He just hangs around <laughs> with you all the time. <laughs> yeah, and he's smiling. <laughs> Grandpa on the wall, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I've um, seen uh, uh, the kids have pictures where he is sick in the hospital, you know, mm -hmm. and how, where, the way he talks to me there. Hmm. <laughs> I have video of him talking to yeah. me too. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "What is him? Uh, I'm so optimistic." Grandpa says. Yeah. About you? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know what? He he never said that to me before, ever. Really? Huh? You're a kind of quiet guy. Yeah. <laughs> I surprised you, hey? Uh -huh. that? And then he says, uh, uh, "Thank me for praying." And well, sure, I was praying for my husband to get well. Yeah. It didn't happen. So, <clears throat> and then he said, I love you much. I love you much. And that was it. He went back to sleep. That was the last thing he said to you? No, he talked later yet to me when he was here in the hospital. Yeah. And Ed took me there on a wheelchair because. The weather was bad and so was my leg. Mm -hmm. So then uh, we had to go up that that that, that, that big um, the ramp or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and people were coming and going in there, and Ed was limping and he was pushing, <laughs> pushing my wheelchair. And I said, Ed, I think these people don't know who should actually <laughs> push the wheelchair. Who should actually be in the wheelchair, you or me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Grandma. <clears throat> oh, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thanks You're for very welcome. Yeah, I hold it very dear to my heart and I treasure all these moments together. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like I do too. If I think of my grandma and grandpa, I would go there so often. Mm. You know. <clears throat> yeah. I would go and there was so much bush and wild flowers. Okay. So I would pick them. Yeah. And then I would bring them to grandma. Oh. And a bouquet of flowers. You would from the bush? Yeah. Oh. And then there was the river, and I had to. There were stones across. I would hop over there, yeah, and run up the hill, and there they were. Wow. Living there, yeah. Wow, so many stories. Hey, in ninety years, you capture a lot of stories. Mm. That's a lot of life to live. Oh yeah. A lot of life to live. Should be long. Yeah. Well. Thank you so much for hanging out and for telling me all the cool, everybody, the, the stories about your life. Um, and and going to share it with people so they can hear your story mm-hmm. and they can be inspired by your joy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad that, that they could help maybe somebody. Yeah. Yeah, you never know who's, mm-hmm. who's sitting in a similar seat. Yeah. 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 And I got so many cards from Grandpa passed away. Yeah. But there was one very special one. Hmm. <laughs> what was it? There was a lady that I know, and and she, her husband passed away too, right before Dad did. And oh. they, the boys, the, the men were cousins. Okay. So then she uh, sent me a card, <clears throat> and it was just all about pity. Hmm. Pity myself. I would cry and oh, all these pity stories. <laughs> and then I said, you know what? This is not me at all. Mm. <laughs> then I got another one from, uh, um, uh, you know, this lady that played the organ when Ed sang, sang in the quartet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ruth. Yes, Ruth. Yeah. She had written, uh, and, and her card about to me, and that was that's that was me. Mm. <laughs> that really touched you. That really yeah. resonated with your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know these pity stories. I don't like them. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, you're my favorite. <laughs> well, you know that's a hard life. She pities her. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard life. That That's hard. Life. That's hard just to exist in that space. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. God has always an answer. <clears throat> yeah. Every situation. Yeah. Well, I wish you so the much. best. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Ciao for now. That's that. That's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcast goodness. This way you'll never miss out on any future episodes, plus it really helps us. And if you want to share your favorite episode with a friend, that would be absolutely incredible. This goes a long way. If you'd like to join Naked by sharing part of your story, just leave us a message on Instagram or email us at nakedwithjanelle at gmail.com. Also, a big thanks to my son, Mikkel, who is the best cheerleader and maybe one of the biggest believers in Naked, and also produces and edits all our podcasts. I am beyond grateful for him and very aware that I couldn't do this on my own. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being here.